Internet Explorer is a podcast for adults. If I had to give it a parental advisory rating, I'd give it JS plus six, which stands for if you're not older than six years older than Jaden Smith, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I think that's disrespectful to Jaden Smith and that's his. right. He's he's really old for his age. Like he's wise, you know, he's young in human years, but in celestial universe years, he's actually quite old. Ryan, I'm going to start this one because I'm feeling grouchy. Hello and welcome to Internet Explorer. This is a podcast from BuzzFeed. I'm Katie Natopoulos. I'm Ryan Broderick and Katie is so moody today. I I have a weird rash I think is probably from my sports bra. That's not just the reason I'm grouchy. I'm grouchy because my dear friend Ryan recently moved to London. Um, But Ryan, you, you were telling me the other day that all your possessions are like stuck in UK customs. That's right. They told me seven weeks, probably. And I, like, don't really have... I, I've run out of socks, and I wear That's boots. Disgusting. So, like, <laughs> kind of like the side of your boob, my feet are just covered in scales. <laughs> I'm finally part lizard. Um, well, Ryan, I'm happy that you are without any of your belongings and eating nothing but porridge, but... Um... Speaking of uh, very thick porridge and thick substances, we're going to be talking today about the thickest and most important internet celebrity of all time, my personal hero, Ziz, the famous bodybuilder. And then, Katie, I think you're going to be talking to us about something called Brony Tulpas? I am. And I'm not going to talk about what those are yet because I think that should be a fun (laughs) surprise. And also, I'm not totally sure what they are. But I do know a lot about Ziz, and I'm very excited to talk about them. So, Katie, you love Ziz, right? I do love Ziz. But there's, like, there's a lot of mystery around Ziz, and there's so many details of his life I don't really know. To a certain portion of the internet, Ziz is hugely famous, but not for everyone else. Why don't you, like, tell people what Ziz is? I always knew about Ziz growing up, but I never really, like took the time to figure out who he was or anything about him. But if you've never heard of Ziz, it's spelled Z-Y-Z-Z. His real name was Aziz Shavershian. He was a Russian bodybuilder that grew up in Australia. He looks like a Final Fantasy character. He was like this beautiful, beautiful man. And in 2011, when he was 22, he died of a heart attack while he was vacationing in Thailand uh, and it happened when he was chilling out in a sauna, which is the most Ziz way to die. Uh, and it's and it sounds like I'm being very flippant about this dead person, but as you would find if you started to Google around, Ziz has taken on like an almost Tyler Durden quality in the bodybuilding community. And if you're a fan of this podcast, you know how much of a fan me and Katie are of the bodybuilding community online. They're maybe my favorite online community. Yeah. It's true. They're out of their minds. I mean, I, you know, whether it's the working out or the steroids or the not eating real food, these people are vibrant and I love them. It's this subset of guys who would never admit to being interested in anything homoerotic, but yet they're worshiping of this guy because of his, you know, he had the best sculpted physique is like incredibly homoerotic. I look at Ziz and I just see like perfect, perfect hip bones. <laughs> like... I'm fixated on him. So I wanted to find out, like, more about the Ziz mm-hmm. worship. And what I learned was that he coined two very famous phrases that we, like, people use on the internet every day. One is, you jelly, which was his way of asking, like, are you jealous of how beautiful my body is? 
Mm-hmm. And then he also coined Umyron, which, as Julia learned a couple weeks ago, means, are you admiring my beautiful physique? <laughs> I didn't know this, but apparently right after he died, there was, like, this huge conspiracy theory that he had just moved to Miami and became, like, a nightclub promoter. I feel like that goes to show how famous he is in this world, because only the most—only, like, Tupac, Elvis— those people are the people that people have the conspiracy theories that they're still secretly alive and just living somewhere else, a quiet life. I found a YouTube video that's called <laughs> Ziz, The Legacy Lives On, live footage of the last day. Now, I don't think it is his last day on Earth. I think it's actually the last day of, like, this tour that he was on. Mm-hmm. But it's become, like, passed around as, like, this, like, last moment with Ziz. So here's some famous... Very just moving words from Ziz. Just, uh, take your shirt off and wait for them to come to you. But in your case, I don't think that worked, champ. Because <laughs> 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 at the end of the day, the only thing that matters in life is having a tan. That's beautiful, right? You know, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters in life is having a tan. He also, like, whenever he talks, his eyes don't really look like he has any idea that he's talking. Like, hmm. like it, there seems to be, like, a huge mental disconnect. There's all this fan art of, like, Ziz greeting you at heaven and, like, hugging you and asking you if you didn't forget leg day. Or, like, all these videos. There's a video that I was just watching called That Feel When Ziz. And it's just, like, the feeling you get when you remember that Ziz existed. (laughs) I'm feeling that right now. I'm feeling, like, feeling lifted. (laughs) When I die, I think Ziz will be there up in heaven, you know, posing. With his amazing physique. And he's muscly without being huge. Like, he has, like, a very specific body type, which is exactly what these guys are looking for when they, like, talk about, like, aesthetics or aesthetics. He is aesthetics. He kind of has the, like, 2005 Ryan Cabrera haircut. like that. <laughs> oh, my mid- God, yes. Because, I mean, like, all the pictures of him are sort of from the mid-aughts, and he has that sort of, like, sort of emo shag a little bit. Like, it's kind of like half Rod Stewart rooster and half, like, emo in the front. Like, I wanted that haircut so badly, but my hair was too long, so Mm -hmm. I would gel it up, and then it would start to curl over at the top. So it just looked like I was wearing some sort of weird lion mane. It was awful. Um, (laughs) Wait, so I've got a couple quotes from Ziz I wanted to read. I think what's important is to make people at home understand that through death, Ziz became greater than he ever could have been in life. Yeah. So the first one, this is great. This is called, Who is Ziz? I'm not Ziz. Ziz is a person who took over who I am. I'm Az. And Ziz is a fucking spirit. Ziz took over me. Everyone has a little bit of Ziz in them. You just don't know it yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's really inspiring. I feel like now, like, I have a little bit of ziz in me. This one is, like, beautiful. This is, this is, I think this is also the basis of, like, the ziz heaven thing. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so it's ziz on religion. Shredology. The belief that to transcendence of life into heaven is achieved at 6% body fat. A complete euphoria and sense of accomplishment overcomes the shredder, entering almost surpassing... The majestic boundaries of human emotion. Here's what I think is part of the weird thing about the whole Ziz culture is like many things in these these small communities, it's hard to tell what, if 
some people are taking it seriously and some people are joking. So I think there are some people <laughs> who maybe like were ironically appreciating Ziz in this over-the-top way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But then there's also other people who like didn't quite get that it was a joke and so they are genuinely worshipping it um, because they think that, oh, this is an okay, acceptable thing to do and I want to devote my time to drawing like charcoal drawings of Ziz. <laughs> Because, um, like, if you're at the point where you're drawing charcoal drawings of Ziz, like, you're all in. You know, you don't do that as <laughs> no. a joke. In the same way that a photographer is only capturing the beauty that's already there, for me to draw Ziz, I'm just I'm just making sure Ziz lives on in a new form. Mm -hmm. But we should probably end with the very serious reality that Ziz most likely is very, very certain that he probably died due to complications of a congenital heart defect and the fact that he was a habitual steroid user. Yeah, don't just start rights, kids. Ziz, we love you. We speak your name. Ziz, I dedicate Akon Sexy Bitch to you. Now, transitioning from my very personal hero, Ziz, the hero of the internet, to I think what is probably the most misunderstood community I've ever come across, Katie, you're going to talk about bronies and their tulpas, right? I am. Um, this is one of my favorite weird things that I've come across on the internet. So a lot of people know what bronies are. They're adult male, also sometimes female fans of My Little Pony. Oh, there is a female term for female bronies, I've, I learned. Pegasisters. Yeah, Pegasisters. But I think that, you know, what people use it to describe is basically anyone who's not the target demographic of, like, four- to nine-year-old girls. Right. It touches them. It's got, you know, fantastic production values. The characters are compelling. They love the show. It's wildly popular. The people who love it are also hugely active on the internet. Um, they have a bunch of websites where they love to hang out. They are... You know, on 4chan, they're on Reddit, they have their own blogs, they have their own Tumblrs. Um, there is this constant, constant tension between the people who say there's nothing weird about this, we just love the TV show and the great characters and the great cartoon, and the people who are like, you guys are weird perverts and you want to have sex with the horses. I mean, why can't you do both? Why can't you have sex with the horses but also love the cartoon and the animation style? They definitely want to have sex with the horses. So yeah, There's no question in my mind they want to have sex with the horses. I mean, right. who wouldn't want to have sex with the horses also? There's definitely fans who don't want to have sex with the horses and who are just fans <laughs> of the show and find something very compelling about the show. Right. There is a slightly smaller minority um, of people who actually kind of have gotten to the point where they love the horses so much that they have begun these erotic fantasies about them. And <laughs> there is a lot of NSFW fan art out there on the internet about these horses. There's even a special name for it, which is called Clop. It's like the horse version of FAP, which is the sound you would make while masturbating. So there's a even smaller segment of the brony population who desperately wants the ponies to be real so bad they feel such an emotional connection to these horses that they have somehow stumbled upon this technique that was developed decades ago, sort of an Eastern philosophy oh, uh, meditation kind of thing called tulpa, <laughs> or the verb is tulpa forcing, where you 
Katie, I've also heard tulpa mansi. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Okay, so it's <laughs> and what what a tulpa is having nothing to do with My Little Pony and having to do in this traditional sense is this meditation technique where it's kind of like lucid dreaming somewhere in that world. So you meditate really, really hard and you basically envision a being in the same room with you and you are in such a deep meditative state that this being is as if it is 100% real and basically like an imaginary friend that is in the room with you that you can see it has its own actions and personality that is completely separate from you. But obviously the bronies discovered this and they're like, <laughs> finally, we can make the ponies be our friends. I can finally have <laughs> sex with a cartoon horse. I can right, finally so do it. <laughs> Pony, horse, whatever. I, technically they're ponies, I guess. I mean, technically they're cartoons. Let's just put it this way. I have been to Brony websites where they will show off collections of horse vagina photographs and they will comment on how good or bad they look. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. So the, the, the Brony Tulpa community, so it sort of started <laughs> off small. It was like a couple people started going on these Brony message boards and blogs and saying, hey, you know, so I've been hearing and reading up on this thing called Tulpas and... <laughs> I've been testing it out instead of imagining like a, you know, golem like mythical creature, I've been imagining Shutterfly. It's Fluttershy, Katie. It's oh. Fluttershy, you fool. <laughs> Which isn't Shutterfly like one of the things you like order prints of digital yeah, photos? It's like a from? photo thing. <laughs> Fluttershy is like a flirty but independent, like very, very like sexually liberated pony. Apologies. Apologies. Jesus Christ. So you know, so some of them want the ponies to be their friends. And some of them obviously like want to have sex with the ponies. So I'm going to play, here's a clip uh, from uh, YouTube of two bronies and they're discussing why they do tulpa forcing to envision the ponies. It, ma it makes it hurt less, kind of. I mean, if you love My Little Pony a lot and you love the characters. And you guys know I do. And I do. It, it'll, it helps solve the feels. The feels, man. Oh, God. That is just too much for me. <laughs> so I find that very compelling, you know? Like, listening to this guy, like, you understand how emotional they are and how connected and how real this is to them. And yet there's also this insane thing about it, which is that they are literally hallucinating My Little Ponies. <laughs> so on one hand, you're like, Oh, oh, that's really, like, amazing that these people are feeling so incredibly touched and, you know, heartwarmed by these characters. On the other hand, like, this is madness. And so I've gone on to a bunch of different Tumblrs, and uh, there's a whole subreddit about this. And I've, I've collected some uh, first-person descriptions of what it's like having a, a pony tulpa. And Ryan, I would I would like to share some of these with you. I'd like to hear, and I, and I just want to say before we get too deep into this, I have mm -hmm. I have been to a Brony meetup before. I actually have a custom New York City Brony T-shirt they gave me that has their own pony for New York, and it, they were very nice to me. These people are not bad people. Ninety percent of the Bronies I would say in the world do not want to give themselves a psychotic break while attempting to have sex with a cartoon horse. Right. So there's one very famous incident that came from 4chan. Um, and this is a great example of how tulpa forcing can go wrong. 
So part of the <laughs> part of the whole problem is that you create this completely sentient being, and then you can't control it, and it might turn on you. You know, I mean, like, it's a horse. They're 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 animals, Katie. They, it might be your friend, but it might also not be your friend, and it might do. It might be malevolent. Um, so it starts off be me forever alone, which is you know meaning forever alone is the sort of shorthand for never have a girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, decide to create Twilight Sparkle Tulpa. Get into a romantic relationship with it. One day I get a girlfriend. Tulpa Sparkle is not happy. I get rid of her with a guide I found. I think that's the end of it. Days later, she comes back with the rest of all the main six. Main six is the six main characters, but they spell it out main like a horse's mane. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> all tulpas. God they damn rape it. Me, <laughs> they rape me constantly. <laughs> beat me up whenever I talk to a girl. Haven't left the house in a week. They're threatening to kill me if I don't bring the rest of their pony friends to Earth in the form of tulpas. And then he goes, what should I do here? This went wrong. This is this is a tulpa horror story. So obviously the, the, the answers from the other 4chan people here are all, do I even need to tell you to kill yourself? <laughs> Next comment, kill yourself. Next comment, you should probably kill yourself. You know? So, okay, here's the thing about all of these. Like, I don't... for even a little bit think that these people are having like an actual psychotic break. Like I don't mm -hmm. think that they really think it's real, but what I think makes me so sad for them is that the level of detail in which they're describing this means that like this to them is the best way to work out the other issues inside of them. Their mindset is I'm so deeply like messed up as like a 14 year old weirdo that this to me is my outlet that I've decided that like, I'm going to like lie on the internet about having out of control imaginary ponies just like raping me and like forcing me into an imaginary like dream world. There's an appeal to someone who doesn't, who for example is like, I know I'm not a very empathetic person. I, d I have trouble relating to people. I have trouble understanding people. And then here's the show that is kind of like, here's how to do it. And they're like, oh, okay, I love this show. Right. It's helped teach me. And I think that's why they feel this intense connection. <sighs> Bronies, I love you. I love your crazy tulpa ways. Um, I hope you never stop, and I hope you have all the tulpas of your dreams come true. Katie, do you mind if I cheer myself up? I would be very happy if you cheered yourself up. I, I came into this pretty perky, and like that, that really got me. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> like it really got me. So I'm gonna cheer myself up with mm -hmm. a segment we call Follow Friday. Yay! Woo! I feel cheered up too. Okay, so I'm gonna do a special UK edition of Follow Friday because I live here now, and this is my life. So um, I recently discovered like an amazing part of Twitter called Scottish Teen I call it Scottish Teen Twitter. <laughs> what? Wait, so it's, I mean, it's, it's Scottish, Scottish teenagers teens. on Twitter, basically, is what I'm saying. Is okay. Like, Scottish teenagers are on Twitter. They're writing in what appears to be English, but, like, the things that they're saying <laughs> and the way that they talk about things, and I'm not going to read this in, in a Scottish accent because, like, I can't do that. But, so the BuzzFeed UK office has kind of fallen in love with this one Scottish teenager who just has this completely outrageous just like goddamn nightmare of a Twitter account and they all follow her and they introduced me to her when I got here um, and her name is Zola 
Okay. And her Twitter account is Z Willy, but it's spelled Z E E E E W I L L Y. So Z Willy. Okay. And she got a tattoo on her vagina that she tweeted a photo oh. of. And it says, get out my fanny, broom fucking broom, <laughs> which is a reference to another UK meme where a, a UK teenager says, broom, broom, I'm in my mom's car. If you don't know what it is, you should look it up. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> and for all the listeners, fanny is like British speak for vagina. Vagina, right? yes. So, yeah, okay. she basically she woke up and realized that she had tattooed the area directly above her vagina with a meme. But... She's this prolific Twitter user who just has zero filter. And, like, she does things like she'll go to, like, their equivalent of a Walgreens or a CVS, like a convenience store or a supermarket, but, like, hungover in just, like, a bra. Or, like, she'll, like, <laughs> like live tweet her hangovers. She's just this completely unfiltered person. And, I don't know, for some reason, with, combining it with the accent and the Scottish slang, there's just mm-hmm. something really incredible about her. And I think... That as long as you understand that I am not advocating anything to do with her lifestyle, I think you should all follow her on Twitter. (laughs) And if you do, just tell her that Internet Explorer sent you. Well, I can't wait to follow her. Thank you so much, Ryan, for suggesting this. Sounds like a beautiful English rose. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. We hope you don't hate us, hate the internet, hate yourself, feel bad. We hope you feel good. I hope you make tulpas out of me and Katie and then we come and you, as long as it's like a cat dog thing where we're part of the same torso. So it's like right. one end is me and my arms and my, and my head and then the other end is like Katie's arms and her head. And, and that's that's basically a good analogy of what it's like subscribing to Internet Explorer on iTunes. <laughs> Thanks to Julia and Jenna who are uh, either the producers and editors of this podcast or tulpa visions that I have created nice. and only exist in my mind. Nice, yeah. I'm not sure. You gotta kill we them to find know. out. You have to kill them and find only, out real. Only one way. Gotta kill them, see if they bleed. Alright, thank you guys. This has been Internet Explorer and we will see you next week. Or you'll hear us next week. You won't see us because it's a podcast. Bye.